you trust me? Love me? You putting it on me? You must be. Are you not entertained? Every dog is a lady. Baby, I'm convinced you're my damn best. Baby, say yeah. Baby, say yeah. If you lie for me, like you're loving me. Baby, say yeah. Baby, say yeah. If you die for me, like you cry for me. Baby, say yeah. Baby, say yeah. If you kill for me, like you come for me. Baby, say yeah. Baby, say yeah. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Follow me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm back in the rabbit hole again. You know me. I love strolling on social media for content and things like that, just to see what the people are talking about. And, you know, this has been something that it's been going on for for forever. But my question is, why as a black culture, we have such a gender war of men going through certain things, women going through certain things, and instead of coming together and fixing it, we have a back and forth of who has the biggest struggle, who goes through the most. You have women going back and forth with men, niggas ain't shit, niggas crying and whining, and then the niggas would go back and forth with the females, these hoes ain't shit, where the hoes at, these females just want money, this, that, and the third, and it's just like, dang, why we go back and forth like that? And at first, I used to give it the benefit of the doubt of we go back and forth with each other of holding each other accountable. That's 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 what I thought at first. And then after a while, I realized it's like, damn, it's only so much of, quote unquote, holding each other accountable. And it just becomes a competition and attacking. And I just don't understand what people get out of that. Everybody has their own struggles. Everybody, as a woman, a woman goes through a lot. As a man, he goes through a lot. But do people not understand how much we transfer that hurt back and forth between each other? Because in our minds, we feel like we go through so much. We go from a product of our environment, what we grow up seeing from our mothers, our fathers, our uncles, our grandfathers, our grandmothers, the women in the neighborhood, the men in the neighborhood. And we we get that and we implement it within ourselves because growing up as children, we we idolize certain people that we find that we see as role models. And the crazy thing about it is we always idolize and want to duplicate the bullshit we see. It's not many times that we grew up that we see people doing the right thing. And we like, yeah, 
I want to be that. I want to be him. I want to be her. It's always the wrong thing because the bad shit, fuck shit, just looks so fun. Doing the right thing seems so boring. It's like, damn, why I want to do that? It just doesn't seem like it's exciting. Everybody loves a thrill. And and that's and now that I'm grown, I realize like, dang, I was that's that's silly thinking. That's really silly thinking. We we see things on TV, social media, drama, toxic relationships toxic behavior and you just get off on that and like, yeah, I want to be that. But the people who speak positivity, people who are always spreading love and, and, and good vibes, you know, you look at those people as, oh man, they too positive. Oh, they weird. Oh, this, that, and the other. And you alienate those people. You alienate wanting to be like that because you feel like you won't get no clout or nobody would want to everybody look at you a certain different way. And when you're grown, I keep thinking in my head, like, damn, that is so backwards. That is so backwards. We go back and forth with the 50, 50, a man paying half of the bills, the woman paying half of the bills. And they say, that's, that's not a real man. Okay, we understand that because we grew up watching granddaddy or somebody in the older generation taking care of everything. All right, fair enough. However, how many women are those same women that we watch from grandma and the women in the older generation? There are not many because you know why? Because now it's a big woman empowerment movement that the government has given the women. And the deal was, we will give you financial help. And that's not just government assistance help of just welfare, child support. But now women have opportunities now to have big positions in jobs. And job opportunities. Now it is one of those things of a criteria when it comes to gender and race that you have to have a certain amount of blacks or a certain amount of Latinos. You have a certain amount of women in high positions for your company. Now women are able to get those same opportunities men have. They don't have to sit around the house and wait on the man. But then you not realize when you giving that woman that power, it's hard for her to relinquish that power and give it back because you feel the fear of feeling like you are depending on a man. And that's crazy, too, because. We were created, no matter how much you don't like it, you hate it, or whatever, gender roles were created for a reason, though. 
because it makes things much easier. The man is the provider, the protector, the breadwinner. He goes, break his back, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears to provide for his family. The woman takes care of the household. But you don't realize when both parents are working so much, the children suffer. When you begin to have a family, somebody has to have that time with those kids. A mother gives that nurturing factor for those kids. The dad is brain structure. And the government giving the women the opportunity to have more. It not only gives them that power to step on a man, but it also, what women don't realize, they are very competitive creatures. Very competitive. Women compete with each other all the time. Women really don't like each other. They can't stand each other. And they give us those signs if you really listen to when women talk, when they have male friends or they're in male groups. They will tell you, I can't stand hanging with bitches. They can't stand each other. They are very competitive with each other. However, women know how to let bygones be bygones and come together no matter the race. Now, one thing about women, no matter the race, when there is something that they can come together and have a beneficial gain, oh, they will come together. Anything that will elevate these women, they will come together for that purpose. They may still hate each other guts, but they will come together to get that because, again, they have a very, very competitive nature. But not only that, not realizing how strong women are. If we would go back especially in the black community, a strong black woman having her canes back. If all the women will blend together and back their men, no matter what, black men will regain the throne and be on top. Now, on the flip side, on the flip side, not all men have proven to be worthy to be the head or the provider. They have not. Now, there are women who put men first and want them to elevate. The problem is with that is they don't know which men deserve it. They don't pay attention to signs to understand when they are picking the wrong man to try to elevate. Not all men are ambitious. Not all of them. A lot of them sit on their ass. A lot of them, they want to be street niggas. So they want to sell, they want to sell drugs and think the quick money 
is where it's at. They sit at the house, play the game, do what they do, and the woman not working. But those women don't mind that. They're giving the wrong man the power to say that's my king because those women are women who like to know what their man is doing all the time. So if the man is always at the house playing the game or doing whatever, whatever, a lot of those women feel safe. They feel safe. Not only that, because at the end of the day, they still feel like they have a job. So they feel like that man not needs them, but hey, she has one up over him. Can say, hey, nigga, you ain't even really doing shit. I'm the one doing this, that, and the other. They like that feeling. That's another example of when you give that woman power. A woman knows how to poke a man's manhood and ego and pride. She do. She knows triggers that can kick you in the balls and you will feel so low and so less than that it will crush you. She knows that because women are emotional and reactive. So they will cut. They're going to cut. That's that's just what it, that when they feel packed in the corner emotionally or feel tried, but a woman going to go out swinging and she's going to bring you down to your knees. But not only that, as men, we have to understand that. Just because we're men. Don't mean that we automatically at the top of that list. Because we still have to be proven. We have to show that woman why she should be submissive, why she should trust us to have everything in our hands. Why she don't have to have anything to worry about, whether I lose it all today. And knowing that I was the only one that you could depend on or our family can depend on. That I will make sure if you pick up the slack, you won't be the one doing it for too long. We have to show that. A lot of men just feel like because they're men, hey, shut up, girl. And that's where we fall victim at of trying to just stick our chest out. And an ego and pride war between a man and a woman it's not going to get anywhere because they can go all day and all night. They can go all day and all night. And as men, we don't want to go back and forth too long. It gets real sickening with us. But they can go all day and all night. And when you understand that, you pick your battles and understand where your place is of understanding how to find a healthy median with the woman. A lot of men have been raised by their mothers, their aunties, their grandmas. So when they say 
men have bitch tendencies or X, Y, Z, a lot of that estrogen came from always being around women. Being raised by women. Always hearing women talk. All the time. Yeah, you don't want to be a sissy. You don't want to be no woman. But sometimes hearing that back and forth all the time, hearing your mama gossip on the phone while you in the back seat of the car, while your mama bringing you back from practice or y'all on the way somewhere, you just sitting in the, in the car with your mama, you hear talking on the phone with your auntie or you in the back room and you hear your mama talking in the living room. It's always gossip. Then they're always talking about each other. Then it's always a back and forth. You hear that. But we don't understand energy and vibe. That begins to get in you. It, you begin to get used to that. So when, a nut, so when you're in an argument with a woman, it's just naturally, you've, you've seen how a woman goes back and forth, so you naturally go back and forth with women. You naturally being around your mama, your grandma, your auntie, and knowing they're getting their heart broken. They always heard about something. You begin to soften up yourself to be able to empathize and sympathize or, or just being around them all the time. It, it, it gets in you. It's not purposely. But when you're around women all the time, that happens. And then not only that, as women that raise little boys by themselves. They talk about men so bad about niggas ain't shit, this, that, and the other. And you view men a certain way, but don't realize that you're raising a little boy. The same way you step on that man's head out in these streets, you're not helping the situation of helping the next generation of men grow because you're standing on the man head that's in your generation. So you're not setting a foundation for your boy that's coming up. He's going to be a man at some point in the same way that you're holding it stagnant for not helping men. He's going to fall in that same cycle. How can he learn to be a man or or benefit off of what a man can do if all the women are not helping their generation of men or the men they're with or the, the dating pool of men that they have. That's, 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 that's not going to work. You don't realize even if a man raises a daughter, yeah, he can't teach that little girl how to be a woman. But he shows that little girl structure. He shows her how he treats his her mama or his wife. When a little girl sees that, she understands how a woman is supposed to be treated. Men also have to be real with their daughters and let them know this love is different. Daddy's love for you is different than what a man is love is going to be for you. Daddy has to do this. You're my responsibility. 
You're not any other man's responsibility. He will take you on and y'all will build together. But from the day you was born into the day that I die, I have no excuse. When you need me, I have to be there. No ifs, ands, buts about it. I have to be there. But you have to be real with your daughters too. When she takes on a man, you can't allow your daughter to overstep that man and come to you when they're down all the time. You can't make her feel like, oh, well, shit, my daddy do it if you can't do it. Little girl, that your daughters have to be able to be with that man, talk to that man. And when things get rough, either he has the confidence to come and talk to you and say, hey, man, listen, some things are going a little right. The house is, is, is rough. I'm trying. You know, we just ran into some hard times. Can you help us out? Or y'all come together as, as one and talk to daddy. But not only that, that man has to have a good relationship with Pops. Pops have to trust that man and understand that man is good for my daughter. That's a real man. But for us going back and forth so much, it's so toxic. And then you have love and hip hop, real housewives, married to medicine. You look at all these reality shows that just show black women and women in general, but mostly black women in such a negative, toxic light. And, and, and y'all just don't care. Then you turn to rap. It puts the black men in such a bad, toxic, like, get money, have sex with multiple women, impregnate multiple women. You know, you got somebody like Nick Cannon has 10 babies right now, and all of them have different mamas. And people say, well, those women are choosing to do that. True enough. It takes two to tango. And as a man, bruh, no matter your financial state, that's not a good thing. Because each one of these children don't just need money. You have to show them right for wrong. A man is the structure. You can't just say I can provide for them monetary you have to provide for them emotionally you have to keep them in line you have to show them values you got to do all of that as a man that is your job and and nobody's realizing that watching this we be like damn she's stupid for doing that and damn he's stupid for that but we're not even looking at a bigger picture of Every time they highlight this, the younger generation feeds off of it and it gets in their mind and thinking that it's cool. They're thinking that, oh, well, shit, if I got some money, man, I go right here and have multiple baby mamas. 
And that ain't true. At some point in time, we have to come together. And we're going to have to blend together and be and be great together and understand we all have our own struggles. Yes, we all go through things. But as a team, oh, we're going to be dominant. Stop trauma bonding. Start understanding who your partner is. Understand red flags early. Be okay with when you find something, a, 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 a red flag or whatever, be okay with saying, ah, nope, that's it. Yeah, can't, I ain't going no further than this. Stop thinking that somebody will say that you're, you're, you just, you know, you need to lower your values or you don't give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Stop thinking that. It's okay to have standards, male or female. It's okay. People are going to talk regardless. But trauma bonding is very, is very, very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous because both of you are hurt. But y'all are bonding off of hurt. So do you even know how it would feel if both of y'all let go of her. Do y'all even know that y'all would be good for each other if both of y'all let go of her? Because y'all are so good with bonding off of such bad things. You have something to talk about because of bad things, bad experiences, hurt, reminiscing, off of no understanding what bad stuff y'all went through. People don't understand when you leave one relationship, heal. Heal from it. When you heal from it, you're able to find something better. I know a lot of a, a, a lot of people, a lot of women. I always say things like, man, I don't know if I got a, a, a sign on my head saying X, Y, and Z because these same type of men would come around. It's because you have not gotten past the previous to detox yourself from the previous. When you detox yourself from the previous and you start new, you will realize there will be some type of different energy that come around you. When you start accepting a better you, a better mindset of what you want, you will start having better things gravitate towards you. As men, knowing that you're going to seek something. Now with us, it's different. Women are sought. We go seeking. A lot of that stuff that we find is our fault because we go seeking that. We have we have the ability to go and find whatever we want. We have the ability to do that. We choose not to. So you can't get mad if you keep finding women who are all about just wanting to spend your money. Because why? You want to go find women who want to 
You want to ball out and show them your pockets is unlimited. So you know it. Or you see the Instagram models or you see the women with clout or whatever, whatever. And to get them, that's how you approach them. Spending money. Stop asking women, you want to go out for drinks? Like, instead of saying, let's go out for dinner. When you go ask a woman off the muscle, you want to go out for drinks sometimes? So that's already putting in the atmosphere of where your mind at, of where, how you want this night to end. Because this night cannot be harmless of after talking about you going out for drinks. Nah, unless... You know, after a couple drinks, you just you cut your limit off. But when you say go out for drinks, you're looking to turn up. And that's the issue. Everything is not a turn up, bruh. If you want to find love or you want to find somebody you can build with, stop starting your relationship or your bond with each other with turning up. Stop that. Because how you start, you got to finish like that. It's going to be kind of hard for y'all to kind of focus on breaking that apart. It's going to be hard. Now, how much do you know how a person thinks when you're always under the influence? It's hard. Now, you got people who can turn it on and turn it off. Most people are, are, you know, occasional smokers, occasional drinkers. When you are offered to go out for drinks or whatever, you may go. But you're not always out doing that. So a lot of those type of people, you know, they can be like, ah, I can, I, I can go. I just won't indulge in it. But then you have these people who, feel like they don't want to do it by themselves. So they have to invite somebody with, they have to have somebody going and they do it too. Nobody wants to be drunk alone or drinking by themselves. Nobody wants to be that. But we, we have to start being more careful with picking our partners and we won't be attacking each other as much as we do. There are a lot of good men and a lot of good women out in this world. We got to want to accept it. Also, understand when you're in a bad situation, walk away. When you're in toxic situations, that energy gets passed on to other people that's unknowingly what you go, don't even know what you're going through. And they just around, you have a bad attitude. You're short-tempered because you have so much on your plate. Understand how to walk away. Whether you have to start scotch-free or whatever. Be unapologetic. People have to stop being afraid. Being afraid of what people going to say. How people going to react. But what's for you? And who's for you is going to understand and going to respect it. Now, I take that back. They may not understand, but 
they will respect it. Real people respect your decisions, whether they understand it, like it or not. They will tell you, you know what? I respect that. Because when someone is real with you and honest with you and they don't waver on the way that they move and they stand on what they do, they you find ways how to deal with that person. You just know, hey, I can't deal with this person in this type of setting. Oh, I can't play with this person like that. Can't talk to this person like that. You just find other ways to deal with them. Because there's plenty of us that have homies, homegirls, homeboys that still. That's your dog, though. What you do? You just make sure you don't leave nothing around them so they don't steal it because you feel like shit. They're still. It's no honor among thieves. Whether or not that's your friend, homie, cousin, nothing. They steal. When times get rough, they gonna steal. You got homies and family members that lie. That mean when they telling you a story, you take it with a grain of salt, but you good. You still have a conversation with them, but you know, man, that nigga lying. You just learn how to deal with that. But when a person, when you know a person and a person can accept that, when a person can be real, it's easy for you to accept it and figure out if you want to deal with it or not. And if you don't want to deal with it, it's okay to walk away. Who cares what somebody else say? Who cares how long y'all been friends or if y'all family members? If you can't deal with that shit no more, walk away from it. Your peace is your peace. Your mental is your mental. It's nobody else's. Remember that. It's okay. But we got to be better with each other. We most definitely do. Yeah, the memes are funny, but all they do is get some shares. And don't and you don't realize all we do is go back and forth with each other. We debate with each other. That's all. The only time we debate with some white folks is when we got when we watching some police brutality or watching some Karen. But how much do you hold them accountable of understanding? They fuck up more than we do. Way more. But you would call out your black celebrity, your black city council, your black family member, your black friend in public like that. Call them out. You want to hold them accountable. Yeah, that's fine. But at the end of the day, it's a trigger and it never goes well with us. If you going to do that, do it with everybody. Do it with every race. Be fair across the board. Because all it's doing is keep bringing divide between us. Drama between us. Violence between us. Because you so quick to call your own out. How I stand and how I feel, shit. Like Kwame Brown say, man, you going to respect me like you respect them white boys. And I don't care what nobody say about me. Because one thing somebody, they can always say about me. Boy, I'm the same way, and I keep that shit 100 with everybody. You may not like what you hear, but I ain't going to never 
ain't gonna never come at you sideways on 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 no on no fake shit. And I'm talking about that's even with my parents. Like I'm grown. I respect adults. But even with that, it's like, hey, people just when people come talking to me, it's like, hey, tell tell me ahead of time. You just venting or you coming for advice. And even, I even have a, 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 a certain, you know, level of a venting ear. It's like if it get too rough and you getting too out of hand with knowing you wrong. And, and, and you just want an amen corner, I'd be like, either I'm going to cut the conversation off or I'm be like, all right, now I got to step in like you, you did wrong. But what I'm not about to do is just let you vent and let you walk away from this conversation thinking you was in the right or to continue to bullshit you on. That's what I'm not about to do. Because if I do that, then I ain't no real friend. I ain't no real person that you should be coming to all the time with. And damn sure, motherfuckers always come to me. Always, I'm I'm available to talk to. I let a motherfucker ramble for two hours. Phone always ringing. And it's most time you hang up with an attitude. The motherfuckers don't want to talk to me for a couple of days, but what happened? They talk to me again. Cause they know shit. At the end of the day. He ain't, he ain't saying, he ain't doing nothing, saying nothing wrong. And I, and I don't mind people calling me out. Let's talk about it though. My biggest thing is dialogue. If we can't dialogue, I don't want you around me. If you got a problem, talk it out. All that guessing, I ain't with that. That's male or female. Talk that shit out. If you can't talk it out, if we can't dialogue, stay away from me. Stop saying that you in a circle with me. Stop saying that we cool. I'm not, I don't, I don't guess if something is wrong with you. I can, I can feel that, oh, you feeling some type of way. But if I assume that, then shit, then that's a problem. Cause if you don't want to tell the truth about you feeling some type of way with a motherfucker, if the mother feel a certain type of way and then you call them out, now nah, that's a problem. Cause no, why I got to feel some type of way? Now that that there we go, we back and forth. So I'm not guessing. I'm not doing that. And everybody got to be like that and be real. People like to just dance around shit. Stop dancing, and come straight up. That's one thing I can say. That it's a motherfucker like Trump. People will say that man be one hundred with me. Be straight up. Okay, let me see how you coming. That motherfucker came straight through the door in your face and was 100% telling you how he felt and what it did. It hurt your feelings. Everybody crying. But you asked for the truth. You want the truth when the truth benefits you and coddles your feelings. But if the truth hurts your feelings, now nah, you got a problem. I'll take a white man like that. Be like, you know what? Hey. That's straight. Because I feel some type of way about your kind, but at the end of the day, you going to need me. You got something that I may need and I got something that you going to need. Because why? You want a black man to work for you. You want a black man to help you do because you don't want to come up with ideas. 
You don't want to do the leg work to be successful. You want you want to steal it from somebody that did all the work and you and you profit and get the credit for it. So, hey. You an investor. We both got something we both need. I just know how to deal with you. You racist, fine. All right. I just know how to deal with you. And we got to be okay with that. You ain't, I ain't got to be oh, We think that niggas got to be friends and besties. We ain't got to be besties. Let's get what we need to get done and move on. Business as usual. Business as usual. But as a culture, we got to come together. We got to come together, though. And, and one thing about it, hurtful to say, as long as money, social acceptance, clout chasing, and the thirst and greed for to get a bag by any means necessary is so sad that we probably may never at be a strong culture together. We will have strong groups. But the understanding of letting bygones be bygones when things just need to get done and we go by our, our merry old way, nah. No matter what, they're always going to be, there'll never be no underground railroad because there's always going to be some weak one in the group that that white man going to grab and say, look, he going to offer you some life-changing money. And you so hungry and thirsty for, you know, financial freedom. Oh, you're going to give up the whole, you're going to give up the whole bag. Because one thing about it, they don't have the patience to, and to watch, to, to know and to be, to study what we doing. One thing about it, that's what they have these, uh, these rappers for. They rap, they, they rap what they do in their lyrics and they just sit back and listen to it. Verse 48, they just put the pressure on knowing the law and these people they bringing in an interrogation room don't know the law. So what you do? You do the work for them. They're going to always use us to do the work for them. And yet, when we going to smarten up and just be like, nah, nigga, work for that shit. But why you won't? Because you know, because they control the money. Because we don't have love enough for each other to keep the business between us and trust each other. So we're going to always go put our money in that white bank. We're going to always go find a white investor. We're going to always find a, a white person to catapult us. And that's just real. But for the ones who do find those groups, cherish those groups. Because it's not many of them. But when you find a group of your own kind and can trust your own kind and y'all flourish, man, it's a beautiful thing. Just imagine if everybody come together like that. But those small groups of each other are strong. Until one of them come and infiltrate it and offer what? More money. And it breaks it apart. Instead of being okay with what type of money y'all are making together and saying it, that's cool. But the greed, 
for more is going to always have divide. And that's sad. We better than that. It's going to always be a dangling carrot and they're going to keep moving it further and further every time we get close. That goalpost will always keep moving further and further. When you realize that, you will stop chasing it and appreciating what you have. You appreciate it. And you will capitalize off of what you have to make it grow in your own way. And stop thinking that you got to have all of it. You got to have endless amounts. Just appreciate what you got. Appreciate your partner. Appreciate your family. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. But at least you got it. Just find ways to better it. Stop being so greedy. Love on each other, man. And, and let's stop going against each other with, with, you know, man and women. One thing about it. We need women. Women need us. So let's stop pretending like we don't need each other. Let's stop it. That's, that's not true. We, we need each other. And let's be cool with that. And work on ourselves, better ourselves, so when we connect and, and, and combine as one, no, nobody can break that bond. And I appreciate y'all for being back in the rabbit hole. And it's JP on the FWM podcast. Bye with me. Spend all my money on you You told me our love was true I was so dumb, I believed it All the flags was there Girl, I loved you, I swear Blame Monopoly, would you never been fair? I need medication for the disease you gave me Called trust issues Hate that I miss you Be with a boat covered up on yeah. the sheets. Man, you got me empty.